you don't hear what's going on in the economy and hear the Fed raising the interest rates and you're like, oh, well, that means I'm not going to do anything. Like, no, what that means is you pivot and you adjust mm -hmm. and you make sure that you're abreast on all the info out there and you know what's going on so that you can make sure your business moves accordingly. Hey, welcome to Uncommon, a state of mind where we debate different ways to leverage your next investment to create time freedom, legacy impact, and generational wealth in order to live that uncommon life. But in order to do that, you must be uncommon. My name is Joey, a.k.a. Mr. J. Mace. Hey, and I'm AD, also known as AD, the Fly Realtor. Boom. Cool. So a couple of things to talk about, really. Um, main thing that I really want to talk about, man, is what's going on in the market as of right now. Um, and how that affects people like you and me who are investing in short-term rentals and investing in multifamilies and people who are just wanting to get, you know, to get started in that, like what's going on in the market in regards to that. So I'm going to go ahead and pitch it to you right away. Um, due to the current market conditions and the Fed meeting up and, you know, whatever, whatever else is going on out there. Right. Uh, how is it affecting multifamily investing? I mean, so multifamily investing is actually being affected in various ways. Uh, some of them more obvious to the naked eye and some of them not as obvious. So let's just start with uh, interest rates going up. So as Joey mentioned, the Fed did raise interest rates, which we were all expecting. Um, they've been doing it this little by little thing instead of just raising it one good time and then let everybody dramatically adjust. So whether that's the right or wrong way, that's up to up for opinion. But so quick question, like why exactly is the Fed just raising interest rates like that? So one of the main reasons they so here's what's going on. This is the back end of all that money being pumped into the economy. Mm. So when all that what happens with all that money being in the economy, it raises inflation. Mm. Uh, and but what also does is it weakens what your dollar can actually do. If if everybody has a lot of money, that money is now less valuable. Money's more valuable when it's harder to come by and or when it can uh, pay for more, if that makes any sense. So uh, pretty much what the Fed doing, raising the rates, they're trying to calm down the effect of all that money being in the economy. So if you keep hearing the phrase uh, smooth landing, that's why they're doing the incremental raises, this 0.25% uh, every so often, every time they meet up, it's another 0.25%. Yeah. So that's the primary reason for that. They're just trying to calm down what happened when all that money got pumped into our economy. Okay, okay. So now for the good stuff, because that was technical. It was a lie. Right. So let's let's keys off of that. Yeah, yeah. And tell me if I'm so say I'm like I'm looking to get into the multifamily investing space, like what does that have to do with me? So number one and the biggest thing is the cost for financing. So right now interest rates actually directly impact what your financing will look like. So to put that in layman's terms, uh, when interest rates are low, borrowing money becomes a lot easier and a lot more obtainable. But when interest rates are high, that means it's going to cause your mortgage payment to be higher. So whether you're um, applying for owner-occupant loan, where it's going to be based on your financial makeup and your uh, income and your credit, 
or if you're doing an investment loan or a commercial loan where that's more based on the ability of that property to perform uh it's gonna affect either of those because interest rates are high it's not it affects one person more than another it's gonna affect everybody so that's one of the main ways one of the easiest things to look at with these higher rates the cost for financing okay so i i see that because one thing that kind of crosses over from your industry to mine is that there's been a decreased rate of supply in the short-term rental market. I, I, actually, I'm not going to say a decreased rate. I'll say a slowing rate of growth <laughs> right, right. compared okay. to prior prior years. And I'm guessing it's because the interest rates spiked up so high and it's probably making people a little bit more fearful to buy vacation homes. I mean, honestly, just hearing that, it really does kind of make sense to me when I think about it, because when you think about vacation homes, uh, a lot of people buying vacation homes, they're going to try and do short-term rentals to maintain that home while they're not choosing to stay in it. So that'll be an easy way to get that mortgage paid even when you're at your primary home. But like, like we said, if interest rates are higher and financing is harder to obtain, it's going to cause a lot of people to, you know, slow down on getting that vacation home. Yeah. And then so what that is also going to do is obviously for your industry, make their less short term rentals available because vacation homes tend to be where and hot, you know, vacation destination locations. Right, so right. I can see how that will correlate, how that affects your industry. Big time. But it might actually be good for you, though. See, that's the thing. <laughs> right. Low key, it it, it kind of is a good thing because, well, the store rate of growth and supply means that there's going to be a little bit more not a whole bunch more but there's going to be a little bit more demand for rentals that are already out there right right uh which affects our which affects our numbers mainly the adr which is average daily rate but enough about me i need to know more about you. <laughs> all right so we hit the financing costs so um from there uh let's go to returns okay investment returns so just how I mentioned that your the mortgages are going to be higher, it's harder to obtain loans because of those reasons, obviously that's going to affect your returns. Mm. So for instance, if I was, if I'm underwriting, uh, underwriting is pretty much looking at the numbers before you purchase a property. So if I'm underwriting for a specific interest rate, but and maybe the numbers do check out that does work out but interest rates rise now some deals that looked like a deal might not be a deal anymore so you're either going to have to restructure it uh go back and ask for a lower purchase price or whatever it may be but that if, if interest rates see that's why i say like if they if the fed was to change the rates one time and they just force everybody to adjust it might not have been so bad because with these like constant raises, it's changing up things, you know, like every time you just start to get used to it, it changes up again. Yeah. And then you start getting used to that and then it changes up and then you're like, all right, okay, cool. And then it changes on you again. <laughs> so, you know, and then for myself as a deal finder, I'm constantly in the flow of switching up my spreadsheet and adjusting my numbers because as I've mentioned in the past, I'm looking for deals for other people. Yeah. So I have to be probably more conservative with my numbers than they would be with their numbers because I need to make sure that it's packaged as a good deal. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely it frustrates me, but 
that's the name of the game. Man. You know, and it makes sense because and I would understand exactly. I understand exactly why you say that. Like you said, if it was just one time, it makes your job a lot easier. You know? Right. Exactly. You're just like, okay, interest rates went up like this. Right. I know exactly where my nose is. It's horrible, but hey, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Right, right. And then all these little incremental changes, yeah. it's like, all right. So one of the reasons why they don't do that is because if you raise interest rates too quickly, it'll affect the, the GDP, gross domestic product. It'll slow it down to a point where we will then enter like a recession, right? Right, right. Um, and that's where you know goods and services are floating very already well. in one. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so you you know that's why they you know as he's alluded to a soft landing, raising interest rates little by little to avoid uh you know the complete stall out of uh, GDP. Which is more technical stuff that I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we honestly agreed beforehand yeah. that we're gonna try and keep it uh, at a. Uh, I don't want to say a simple level, but just something that's more digestible for our beginners because the next level stuff. Uh, all the next level investors they already have a lot of podcasts they can listen to, but yeah. there's not a lot of podcasts for us beginners who are just trying to see. Okay, how do I fit in? With all of this yeah. economic Fed talk, now you talked about how it affects my my income or actually my profit if I have a, if I have like a multifamily right 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 and interest rates. Now, what else is this going to affect? So now we need to start looking at the market dynamics. So when I say market dynamics, I mean specifically how what the Fed is doing or what's going on in the economy is affecting your direct market. So. We need to look at things such as job growth mm. uh, or lack thereof. Uh, what is that population doing? Are people moving to that area or are people moving from that area? I know for California, one of the big topics of discussion is that a lot of people left this state to go to more, um, let's say, tax friendly states or states where it's a little easier on your income. Mm -hmm. So how does that affect your exact market, uh, whether it's Los Angeles the Bay or San Diego, wherever it may be. So those are some things to think of on because really areas with strong job growth, those are the times where you can, uh, you can kind of estimate that down the line, it will increase or that rent will go up because job growth, obviously. So more jobs are in that area, which means more people are going to come to that area for jobs. Yeah. So those are the kind of things you really need to look at because um, where there's not a lot of jobs, you can't expect a lot of people to want to stay there, at least not for a long period of time. So how does that affect your specific market, whatever city you're in? And then some cities have different markets in that city. So if you're in somewhere like L.A., there's you can turn a corner and you're in a different market than you just were in. So that part. you need to understand like that specific area, that specific market. What's it looking like? How's that population? What's the class of the population? Uh, what kind of jobs do they typically have with those jobs? What kind of properties would they typically like to rent? Mm -hmm. Those are all important. And those are all things that people need to consider for their investments. Yeah. And a quick tip, um, <clears throat> a little off subject, but kind of not is that, you know, as AD alluded to, um, a lot of jobs have actually left the state of California so much so that Governor Newsom uh, issued a state of emergency uh, to keep jobs in California. So that he actually has a grant out. I'm not sure if it's still active, but you can look it up. Um, 
uh, and and check out if if there's still that state of emergency in California uh, to keep jobs within it. Because if so, um, you could apply for a grant in regards to that. Uh, that's just for a different subject. Anyway, right, right. And it's good to know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then another thing I wanted to bring up was market competition. So here's where things do kind of start to swing in our favor, especially for us beginners. Because... Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me there's actually good news. <laughs> <laughs> there's good news. Don't believe the the trauma you hear on the radio and the doom and gloom. There's, there is good news. And like I said, this one is especially good for us beginners. So the market competition. So with those rising interest rates, with the, the potential of uh, job decreasing, jobs decreasing in that market or population uh, going down in that market. Now this creates an environment where less people want to buy property or want to get into that investing game. But what that does now mean is that you, as a beginner, you have a greater opportunity to say, hi, Mr. Seller, I see your property has been on the market for 65 days. Uh, you got a price at $850,000. Uh, I think I would like to put in my offer for $725 or $650. You know, um, don't be afraid to put in what would be called a lowball offer because I don't even like the term lowball offer, really. I was taught to always put in lowball offers. See, I don't, <laughs> see, for me, it's like it's not even a matter of lowball. It's what makes sense for your number. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't even when I'm looking at numbers or put looking at my spreadsheets, I'm not like, OK, this is the price that makes sense. Let's go way under that. I'm like, no, like, let's go to the price that makes sense. Mm. And that works for my buyer as opposed to. Oh, uh, Mr. Seller put it on the market for a million five hundred thousand. You know, so, some of these sellers get a little crazy with their numbers, and the longer their you, properties are on the market, depending on why they're selling or if how much they need to sell, they're gonna start considering some of those quote unquote lowball offers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you don't it would. Okay, like Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm. So sometimes people get into this mode of they don't want to submit an offer because they think that's too low or it's going to be disrespectful. But I'm like, if it makes sense for your numbers or what you're trying to do, right, like, (laughs) be disrespectful. (laughs) No disrespect intended. It's like, (laughs) look, Mr. Seller, I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. You know, and sometimes depending on who you're talking to, if it's the seller or if it's the other agent, it might help to, um, you know, explain a little why you came in at where you came in at. Because some people don't get it, Uh, especially me. I deal a lot in the two to four unit multifamily space. There's a lot of people in that realm who really don't know what multifamily real estate is about. And by people, I mean the realtors. So not all realtors are the same. So there's realtors who know how to sell a single family house, but they don't understand what buyers are looking for in a two to four unit property. Mm. So sometimes they'll just put a price up there and it's like, okay, this doesn't even make any sense. You know, so you, you can't be, you can't feel like you're offending anybody. You can't be worried about that because like I said, there's decreased competition. This is your chance mm-hmm. that maybe those, again, quote unquote, lowball offer might, you might hit. Yeah. So you got to keep on putting in offers and you got to keep on making sure 
that the numbers make sense for your goals. Yeah, big time. I like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, for the short term rental arena, yeah, I would for sure like to hear how this is affecting you guys because, you know, like short term rentals is still like one of those. It's it's weird because it's one of those things that it's been around for wow. decades, not even decades, like over a hundred years, like literally hundreds of years, even in this country. Mm. But right now, as a point of emphasis for investing, it's kind of still one of those young new ones. Right. Very, very much so. So let us know a little. How is it affecting you? Well, you brought up a couple of things that I was going to touch on, which I'm glad you did, because then I, I really don't have to really dig too deep into them. And what you said is that inflation, you know, is is still up. Inflation right now is around 4.9 percent, according to uh, the research I did on AirDNA. They just came out with a report just, you know, giving us a breakdown of what's going on in the market. And as AD said, inflation pretty much means that the, the dollar is a lot weaker. Right. And you can't get as much bang for your buck, you know, and, and when you can't get as much bang for your buck. You you start to spend money on the things that are necessary and not exactly on on luxury, right? Right. And some for some people, luxury is traveling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, luckily, we're in a market where you know it's for some people's profession. It's necessary for them to travel. So we kind of kind of uh, we have a hedge against that for the most part because people always need places to stay. But wait, quick thing I want you guys to hear there. So Joey just mentioned that in the short-term rental industry, some people need to travel and rent a short-term rental. So don't get too caught up in thinking that it's all about vacations or if people aren't going there to jet ski, nobody's going to rent my spot. There are places where they might not get as many people on vacation, but they get people coming for work, whether they're a nurse or whether it's a government job or whether... Whatever it may be. So keep that in mind. You might have opportunity in your city. So sorry to cut you there. Oh, no, just wanted great. to touch on that. That was great. Uh, especially because, and I was talking to AD prior to this, like during the pandemic, that was the worst thing that could have possibly happened to my business. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everything just stopped. You know right, what I mean? Right. But the fact that there were uh, essential workers that needed to travel exactly. in order to go to work, you know what I'm saying? That's what kept me in business. That's what kept me afloat. So right. after seeing that, anything else that happens in the economy really doesn't shake me. <clears throat> um, but anyways, um, inflation is up. Uh, and as as we as uh, AD alluded to, that means the power of the dollar isn't as powerful. So people are are aren't traveling. Um, well, wait, before I go there, <laughs> um, um, inflation is up. Um. 4.9%, which is fine, which is actually down from March's numbers, which was at 5%. Um, but what's awesome is that job growth um, is is still pretty steady in the country, right? Okay. So um, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, um, they just released a report for April, and there's an additional quarter million jobs in the market, right? Um, and along with that, uh, wages grew 1.2%. Um, from December 2022. Now that's important because regardless of inflation being up and interest rates being up, people are still working. You know what I mean? People still want to travel. Now, the caveat to that is nobody's just going to want to stay uh, somewhere that they don't feel is valuable, right? right. Uh, so travelers are going to be looking for places that are affordable 
and valuable. And, and something that AD said prior to shooting, uh, where value meets affordability. So in regards to that, um, when it comes to your listings um, in the short-term rental game, you want to make sure that you stand out from your competition, you right. know, because people really, if they're still looking to travel, they know that they're spending this money. So it's, it's, they want to make sure that it's a memorable experience. Exactly. So having just those extra little touches, those extra little um, amenities to your, to your listing or to your space uh, is going to go a long way in the days to come. So, to decode what Joey's trying to say right there, gone are the days of set it and forget it. All right. So you're going to need to pay attention to your listing. Make sure it looks as good as or better than the other listings available because uh, people are still going to be traveling. People are still going to go out of town. They just might not go to your spot. <laughs> so you need to make sure that it's up to par so that you can still contend with the other short term rental hosts out there. Yeah. And a lot of people, believe it or not, a lot of people have exited the market due to it not being how it was in 2021 and 2022. Right. You're like, oh, wait, you're telling me like people aren't just going to be booking my place, even though it looks like crap. Like, oh, wait a second. I don't know if I actually want to put in the work and make this an, uh, uh, a business. You know what I mean? So if you want to be successful in this realm, understand this, just not an investment. It is you are in the hospitality business. And you need to make sure you have the proper systems in place in order to run it well, right? You know, I'm actually glad Joey touched on that because this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately that when you're in business or when you're an entrepreneur or if you're in short-term rentals, multifamily investing, or you're wholesaling, you don't hear what's going on in the economy and hear the Fed raising the interest rates and you're like, oh, well, that means I'm not going to do anything. Like, no, what that means is you pivot and you adjust and you make sure that you're abreast on all the info out there and you know what's going on so that you can make sure your business moves accordingly. You know, it's not a uh, there's a lot of people I talk to who want to wait for an opportunity where it's like, no, figure out how to get in that game right now. Boom. So then when things stabilize, when things calm down, at least you got used to tumultuous times. So imagine how much better it will be when things calm down for you, that you know what I mean? Like you don't just stop. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So like Joey just said, like, okay, uh, bookings aren't going to come in as frequently for your short-term rental. What do you need to do to make sure that you're getting the bookings that do come hmm. look inward? <laughs> that part, that part. And to kind of piggyback off of what he said, even though, um, people are, are being a little bit more picky with their bookings. And even though, uh, it's not as crazy as it was back in 2021 and 2022, there is still steady growth in ADR. And what ADR is average daily rate for short-term rentals, um, which is insane, you know, seeing that the interest rates are high and things of that nature, but people are still willing to book your space for value. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so keep that in mind. And I think that pretty much wraps up our episode yeah, today, that, brother. That seems to be about it. I hope we gave you guys enough to, you know, take and go research on your own for your specific market. Uh, when we're talking in a nationwide sense, it's really hard to crunch down to numbers, uh, you know, because there's so many different markets. But take what we said and go figure out how it applies to you in your market or where you're uh, looking to get your investment started. Yeah. And I think I'll just go ahead and take care of our B for the day right now, bro. I, I would say be nimble. 
Um, hey, yeah, I, like I mean, that. like, and that's kind of just kind of alluded to what AD already said also is just being able to pivot in situations uh, that aren't always super favorable to you and your business. It's people who are, who learn how to pivot and survive during those treacherous times that when it comes to, to start eating, we eat and eat. Right. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. You heard of the man. Be nimble. Be you. And be uncommon. Yep. Stay up, guys. All right. Uncommon State of Mind was hosted by my best friend, Joey, and myself, AD. Two guys who started at the back of the queue in real estate. And now we want to give back by showing others the way to get in through the front door. Feeling inspired and looking to get your investment portfolio up and running so you can join the party in style? Hit us up at info at uncommonestateofmind.com and we can start talking. If you enjoy the show, please spread the word and show some love in the ratings so we could climb those charts together. Until next time, be uncommon.